0: It's Lauren. Happy Saturday! I am finally back in Oregon after a couple weeks of traveling for what I considered to be essential travel. We went to my hometown of Carmel, California, to spend time with my family. Or I went um, to spend time with my family to honor a couple deaths in the family. And then the next week we went to Colorado to visit my husband's family, to celebrate and meet our niece for the first time. So definitely the circle of life, but I have to say it's really nice to be back and it definitely feels like home. My parents are actually here this weekend for to celebrate my 30th birthday. So after this, I have to say I'm super excited to go back to hermit life, but I'm really trying to soak up all of the time with my family that I really can. It's definitely been a little rare given everything going on in the world. So with that, let's dive into today's episode. So I'm doing what I did last week because I felt like that was a really authentic episode. I sat down, I didn't plan out what I was going to say. I have no notes. I have literally nothing in my mind about what I want to talk to you about. And I guess that's the benefit of these random coffee talks. I don't show up if I'm getting friend sorry, if I'm getting coffee with a friend, I don't show up with talking points in my head. Like I just show up. So I figure that's what I want this podcast to be like too. So I guess I'll start just by sharing a little bit about what's on my mind. I'm recording this on September 11th and I actually just wrote a post on Instagram. So if you've read that, sorry for recapping, but... This has always been a bit of a tough day for me. Um, I was only nine when the attacks happened and I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly what happened, where I was standing, what I was wearing, the whole nine yards. And I was at a friend's house and my we were getting ready getting dressed. I think I was still in my PJs and I was just walking out to say hi. It was pretty early in the morning and I walked out into the living room to say hi to my friend's um, parents and I caught a glimpse of the news on TV. And in my house, we didn't have television. We didn't have cable. We didn't have anything. So it was really rare to experience that in the moment. Sorry if you can hear our water heater going off in the background. But again, this is all real life. I'm not trying to edit, filter, whatever. I just want this to be a real conversation. So we're running with it. Um, but back to the story, my friend's parents, like, I caught the glimpse of the TV with the towers and a plume of smoke and almost immediately my friend's parents asked me to leave the room and I did I walked into their hallway it was like a little hallway that was an L shape so I walked into the shadows and I just stood there listening and I tried to put two and two together and figure out what was happening but I don't think I really grasped what had happened until many years later and i've never been able to watch the footage i spend time honoring those who who we've lost and i admire the heroes who stepped up and whose lives were taken and i think about the aftermath and everything that followed that tragedy but i've never watched the footage until about an hour ago and i have to say it was Difficult to watch, but at the same time, I hate to say this, but it's kind of, it just feels like another day. I think we, at least I, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm so used to seeing horrific news every single day, and I wish it didn't feel like it was something that could happen today. I wish humanity was just in a better place but at least based off of the news we're not and there's so much work to be done and it just it really breaks my heart and so with all of that said I'm kind of a little sad and maybe that's not what you want to hear today if I don't know but like I said I want this to be real just my thoughts, my feelings, and that's where I'm at today It's also strange because just in life and with the nature of social media as I was watching this, I found the clip on Instagram, and I watched it, and I had tears in my eyes, and I was sad, and then the next moment I click over and it's someone saw, like at Fashion Week and Then I clicked over to someone else and they were talking about their dog and then someone else was talking about the salad they ate for lunch. And it's just such a weird feeling to me. Like I really am struggling with this, I guess, expectation to move so quickly and get over things so quickly when... Like, literally, it's just in a click, you're expected to, your brain is expected to move on. And it's just really difficult for me. Um, In that sense, I mean, that's kind of, September has become a very big month in our lives. So we have a lot of birthdays, a lot of events. Um, We, my niece was born a year ago, a few weeks ago. So she's just over a year old now. My mother-in-law and my sister-in-law both have birthdays in September. We bought our house in September. We got married in September and then it's my birthday. And all of that happens in the first two weeks of the month. So it kind of feels like the same thing where it's like a ping pong ball, like you don't have A moment to really soak in everything that's happening. So we go from celebrating birthdays to just really admiring our house and the fact that we were able to buy a house. And then we go to celebrate my birthday and then we go to celebrate our wedding anniversary. And it's just like a deep breath (laughs) would be so nice. But I'm just really grateful to be able to celebrate with my loved ones and. Yeah. So wanted to share that's all a little on my mind right now. One other thing that I've been thinking about today is I'm, speaking of birthdays, I'm turning 30 in what, two days? I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's the 11th, obviously. So I'm turning 30 in a couple days. And at lunch today, my mom asked me an interesting question. She She asked me if I was nervous about turning 30 and she told me that 30 was one of her best birthdays. All of her friends were, you know, dreading the new decade and it was so old and I forget what else she said, but basically the fact that all of her friends at the time were miserable when it came to the idea of turning 30, but she thought it was great, you know, She even said she thought when she was in her 20s, she looked up to people who were 30 and or in their 30s and thought they were all sexy and cool. And I have to say, I'm kind of in the same mindset when she asked me that. I'm not nervous at all. I think it's first off, it's just another day. So the actual birthday itself, I've, I love the idea of birthdays, but I haven't really insisted on celebrating them I don't do huge birthday parties I don't do big gatherings typically because I feel like they're a burden to everyone and when I've done that in the past I walk away like not really feeling like a celebration but guilty that I took people away from their own lives so I don't know if that's just me or not but or maybe it's the Virgo in me I have no idea what (laughs) the Virgo traits are in that case but probably related to that. Um anyway, going down a tangent here. I forget what I was talking about. Oh yeah, turning 30 in general. So, I I'm not nervous for this new decade. I'm actually really excited to I tend to get comments that I'm pretty mature for my age and I do feel older, I feel like, I, it's really hard for me because I compare myself with a lot of people. So on the one hand, I look at a lot of my friends who are older than me and I feel like I'm at their level. I feel like I'm emotionally and mentally on their level rather than I am with the, I look around and I know this is probably just a facade, but Even my brother, he's a year younger than me and he is, you know, going to a bunch of bachelor and bachelorette parties and they're all getting drunk and they're all doing whatever they're doing and partying until the late, late, or I guess early, early hours. And I don't see myself in that anymore. And I, sometimes I don't see myself with this older, like traditional 30s group because they're all having kids and they're all buying a house and they're all doing those kinds of things. And I I know I own my own house, but it's still very new and it still hasn't really hit me yet. And I just feel like I'm kind of stuck in this in-between, but it's less about being stuck and it's more about I have this opportunity to define who I want to be. And I have a career that I'm proud of. I have a relationship that I'm happy with. I have a great marriage. I have a family who I love and who love me in return. And I have a home and I have all of these really great things and there's not much to complain about. And I just, I'm really excited for the opportunity to settle into all of that. I do. Typically, so every year I plan my years, uh, my goals and everything based around my birthday. So this is actually kind of good timing. I haven't really thought about that yet, but it's interesting thinking about it now. It's not just one year. It's more of like looking back on the last decade and the upcoming decade. And I guess I looking back 10 years ago, it's wild to see how much I've grown since then. And I'm excited to see what'll happen over the next 10 years. So, I mean, just for kicks, I guess I can share that and maybe get it off my chest. But so going back 10 years ago, I was, let's see. What's the year? 2021. So it was 2011. I was in college. I believe I was a junior in college going in, sorry, I was going into my senior year of college. We, I was on the quarter system, so I hadn't started yet. So I was finishing out my summer and I believe I was, wait, I graduated in 2013. So I must've been going into my junior year. And I was just, I put my head down and I was doing everything I possibly could to get my dream job. I wanted to be in marketing at a tech company in Silicon Valley, and I was doing everything in my power to get that. I worked. Throughout college, I had a full class load throughout college. I was in a relationship with, I mean, now looking back, I think it was a pretty toxic relationship, but at the time I was with someone who I thought I loved and who maybe I could spend the rest of my life with, but that was college. So, I mean, I think I was a little jaded (laughs) at the time, but and then just thinking of everything that has happened in those 10 years. I went from, that was actually the first time I started really noticing and thinking about health. And then I graduated. I went on a solo trip. I broke up the toxic relationship. I Or we ended the toxic relationship, I guess I should say. Um, met Matt moved to the Bay Area. Well, I moved to the Bay Area and then met Matt, started my job. And that was all in the span of a couple years. And then just since then, I feel like I've grown and grown and grown. I couldn't even start by summarizing everything that has happened. But it's, I often think about regrets and I try not to have very many regrets in my life. I mean, I there are definitely things that i wish i did differently but i try not to regret things because instead of regretting them i like to find the lesson that i learned from them and when i say i wish i did things differently i try to say okay well what have i what would i have done differently and i think that's a part of what I've done over these last 10 years, I've really grown in a way where I am I can think a little bit more clearly and I'm very in tune with myself and my body and my mind and my thoughts. And I don't think 10 years ago that I would have been able to think that way. I honestly don't think I would have been able to ask myself that or reframe my thoughts like that five years ago. So it's it's been, a a really interesting journey. I think just in terms of feeling 30, there's this, I'm just going with the flow and I've never really done that before. And I'm just excited to, like I say, like I said earlier, settle in. Oh, that's where I was going. Um, I know I'm, rambling in circles. So if you're following along, I commend you. But um, so going back to where I was a few minutes ago, I, at the beginning of every year, birthday year, I take some time to think about my goals for the year. And typically I try to pick a theme for my year. So it's, I'll tell you as an example what my theme for the last couple of years has been. It's been embrace simplicity. So I felt like I was bringing in a lot of stuff and doing a lot of things and always on the run and always on the go. And I was trying to think of a way where I loved this idea of minimalism and I really gravitated towards toward that, but I know that's not realistic for my lifestyle. I don't want to become a minimalist overnight. I want to get rid of things and I not even get rid of things. I want to have things that mean a lot to me. whereas in minimalism, that's you have the minimal amount of stuff, but for me I could have all of these things, but if I have a book or I have a cookbook collection as a great example, I have a cookbook collection with, I don't know, probably 100 cookbooks at this point, and they all mean something to me. So if you were to pick out a cookbook and ask me, what's so special about this one? For 95 of those cookbooks, I could tell you a recipe, I could tell you a story, I could tell you a specific moment. And something that is meaningful about that specific cookbook. And so that's this mindset that I've tried to really get behind when I say embrace simplicity. And I typically write that out. It typically becomes part of me. It's on my phone. It's, I've done the backgrounds, but I really embrace that theme. And The last few years, I've been toying with this motto of settling in. Not settling, but settling in. So, and I've tried to explain this to Matt so many times, and he doesn't really grasp it, but I'll try to explain it anyway. Maybe someone who I'm talking to or who hears this could think of it a little bit differently or maybe be on the same page. But so I feel like settling is you are giving up a part of you for someone or something else. So you're compromising in a way that isn't necessarily a compromise. You're literally giving up something for someone else. So if you think of a relationship that you settle for, so for a long time, I'll give you a real example. For a long time, my ex and I, work together. We were college sweethearts, I guess if you want to call that call it that, which I hate that term. But um we were together for officially for three and a half years. Um I graduated early so I was only at school for three and a half years. And we were on again off off again for a little bit after that. So probably a good four years I knew him and I felt like we weren't the best match, but I, and I, I think a part of me will always love and appreciate him because he was my first real, like I had a serious high school relationship, but even between high school and college, I felt like I grew a lot. And I would say he's one of the first people that I ever like really saw myself with and consider a serious relationship but there were so many things that like i felt like we didn't really live that same lifestyle like i was giving up a part of me to live for him if that made sense if that makes sense so i felt like a big part of me was settling for him whereas in my mind i use this term settling in because i'm I like the idea of creating something, this this idea of home. So I have a real home, but I also have this mindset and a healthy career and I'm figuring out my relationship with food and I feel just overall I'm in a healthier place and I really want to settle into that and embrace that. So I think that like this word settling has a really negative connotation a lot of times where for me like I just explained it really is a negative thing but I want to turn it into a positive I've realized recently that I'm a really pessimistic person and that's been a little hard for me to manage and I'm trying to be a little more optimistic and turn some of these quote unquote negatives into positives. So I think maybe that's one thing that I've been doing in this way is taking it from like this term settle, where I felt like I was doing it for many, many years, turning into a turning that word into a positive. So it now has a con a positive connotation where I'm just settling into this life that I love. And so I think that's, I haven't officially like landed on it or wrote it down, written it down or whatever, but I think that's going to be my theme for my thirties or at least the next couple years because it just resonates so deeply with me. And I just want to spend the next few years really embracing the positivity in life and not even the positivity, but just who I am, the authenticity, and just trying to be who I am and embrace who I am. So that's what I'm thinking for my 30s. I I think it's just right now, especially as I've gone through this huge personal transformation over the last year or two, it's really been an opportunity to think and reflect and notice how much I'm growing and I want to spend the next few years like I'm exhausted from growing and just thinking and always you know reflecting and now I just want to spend some time just what's her name a Cheryl Sandberg would say I think that's her name would say <laughs> leaning into it and just for me that word is embracing it and settling in so I think that's where I'm headed for my 30s but we'll see I mean I've also come to realize oh no here it goes on again the water heater but I was just gonna say I've come to realize that you can't really plan for what's ahead so A lot of times I want to be positive and happy. And like I said, I'm a pessimist, so that's easier said than done. But um, maybe a rut hits, maybe a funk hits, maybe a depression hits, maybe a anxiety takes over. And I can never plan for that. So part of me also just wants to settle in with the idea of going with the flow. So anyway, that's where I'm at. Thinking about my 30s, I'm i I'm excited. My parents are, I think, ready to embarrass me. I've, they've never done anything big for birthdays, but they just showed up with um, one of those big balloons, like a 3 and an O for 30. And I think I saw them decorating outside of our house, so we'll see what they're up to this weekend. But overall, I'm just... I'm genuinely happy right now. And it feels nice to soak that up after, especially after the last six months, which have been, Mm -hmm. I've spent most of the last six months really sad and depressed and unhappy and putting on a smiling face and spending all my energy. So it feels good to actually just be happy in the moment. And yeah, I want to soak it up. So that's what's on my mind today. I'm trying to think if there is anything else that I want to share. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't plan anything out. So um, maybe I'll call it an episode. So with that, just want to thank you for listening. And as always, I would love to connect with you if We haven't had the chance to yet. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren Bartleson underscore. And over there, you can find me talking a lot about mental health. You can find me talking about writing. Oh, I hit a huge writing milestone this week, Um, headed into an even bigger milestone next week. So maybe at some point, I'll talk a little bit about the writing program and whatnot that that I'm in but you can find some of that on Instagram and yeah I think that's it so I will leave you to it want to wish you a happy weekend and I just I I want to say I know we talked a a little bit about it earlier but I know today is a hard day and for so many people and not just because of 9-11 but I know that every day we're just coming out with more news more bad things everything happening and I just want to remind you that you're not alone I'm here with you I see you I feel you and please reach out if you need any support Um, obviously to the crisis hotline to a professional to a loved one but I'm also here if you ever want to talk to a stranger just over DMs or anything so With that, please take care of yourself. Please do what you need to do. And just remember you are not alone. All right. See you next weekend. Bye.